0: glad you could join us today for the concepts of faith broadcast this program is dedicated to teach you how to put the word of god to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life and now here's charles capps forth the word spoken by angels was steadfast in every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? How fitting it is to see what happened here in the fifth chapter of Acts when we've just read where it says, how shall we escape? Because here we find that Peter was thrown in jail, the apostles were thrown in jail, and an angel helped them escape. How are they going to escape? Now, you see, we've always used that scripture there in Hebrews about how shall we escape hell or the wrath of God if we neglect so great a salvation which God has made available to us. And certainly that is true, but in the context of the scriptures there, that idea is not even in there. The context of that scripture is how will we escape on this planet Earth if we neglect so great a deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels. So the angels have a definite part to play in this planet and in our personal lives. And I'm convinced that they would do much more if we would believe in them than if we would confess the Word of God because, as we have taught in some of the other sessions, the angels are listening to what you are saying. And you're either binding or loosing angels depending on what you're saying. Now we notice here... That The story here, first of all, is about Ananias and Sapphira, that they came and lied about how much they would received for their farm. And then there were great signs and wonders wrought by the apostles. In verse 12, by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Now, It says, verse 15, "...insomuch that they brought forth the sick in the streets, laid them on beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them." Now, what happened? The high priest, here in verse 17, says, "...then the high priest rose, and all they that were with him, and were filled with indignation, laid their hands upon the apostles, put them in the common prison." But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, Go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. Now you see, when it says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? It's not referring to just being born again there. In fact, that is not in the context of it. It is referring to situations such as this. It is referring to situations in your life financially, physically, physically spiritually and every other way, how are we going to survive on this planet Earth with all the things that's been unleashed on it in these last days if we neglect the deliverance that is given to us through the ministry of angels? They are all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who are heirs of salvation. Well, thank God I'm an heir of salvation. If you're an heir of salvation, then the angels are here to minister for you. So in this situation, in a prison, then an angel came and unlocked the prison doors. Thank God angels know how to unlock prison doors. And I'll tell you, some of you may have been in bondage for years in certain areas of your life. And they'll help you if you will confess God's word over the situation. Keep God's word in your mouth. So here we see supernatural deliverance by the ministry of angels in a very physical situation. And then again in the book of Acts, we find in the 10th chapter, verse 1 through verse 6, that Cornelius was praying. And God had an angel to appear to him in a vision. This angel appeared and said, Now, if you go down to Simon the Tanner's house, which is by the seashore, said, You'll find one there. Ask for one that's called Simon Peter. And he'll come tell you what to do. Now notice, this angel appeared to Cornelius and told him to do that now you see we've taught in some of the sessions the fact that man was created on a higher order than angels and here this brings it out because the angel did not preach the gospel to Cornelius they had to get a man to do it someone that had a physical body someone that had the right to preach the gospel angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for us but they can't preach the gospel so they sent for Peter. Then, of course, you know the story. Peter was on the housetop, and he fell into a trance. And he saw a vision and some things God showed him. And then the Lord told him, said, there's one at the door now asking for you. And go with him. Ask no questions. And you know the story. He went down there and preached the gospel to him, And they got born again, baptized in the Holy Ghost, and spoke with tongues, just as the others did. Well, this was a supernatural manifestation of angels, see. They got involved in this situation. Here was a man named Cornelius, didn't know what to do. His heart was right between him and God. He'd been praying to God. So ask yourself this question. What caused the angel to appear to Cornelius? Well, the Bible says his prayers came up as a memorial before God. So the words that he spoke in prayer caused the angels to come. Now, we've found this in all of our teaching on angels that the fact that Abraham got angel involved in finding a wife for his son because he said, An angel will go before you. Talking to the servant said, An angel will go before you, and he said, He'll prosper your way. Well, he just simply spoke it by faith. And you see, that's where a lot of people miss it. You have people that say, Well, I just don't believe that you can command angels. Well, we're not talking about commanding angels. We're talking about speaking things in faith about angels. They're here to minister for us. And they'll minister for you if you'll speak some things in faith. Now, this is an operation of angels in the New Testament. You find in the 12th chapter of Acts, here's the story of Peter. He's been put in prison. They're going to take his head in the morning. But the church made intercession for him, prayed without ceasing. Now, 16 men assigned to watch him that night. And this angel kicked him in the side and woke him up. Now, it's interesting that he had to be awakened. You know, if they're going to pull your head, do you think you could sleep very sound? But here he was, sound asleep. And this is something we need to realize, that you don't get angels involved because you're worried and fretting and always up in the air or something. It's when you trust in God and just believe in the ministry of angels and the Word of God and keep God's Word in your mouth. Well, the angel woke him up. He thought he was dreaming, but he let him out. and The doors opened by their own accord. Actually, I'm sure it was the angels that opened them and then turned him loose in the And He came to himself and he realized, hey, this is not a dream. This is actually happening to me. Now, there's some things that'll happen to you if you believe for the manifestation of supernatural intervention in your life, angels are on this planet to do that. God has assigned them here to this planet and heaven also to be ministers for those who are heirs of salvation. But it won't happen to you just because you believe in it. You're going to have to act on the word of God and keep God's word in your mouth. Now we find in the 27th chapter of the book of Acts, here you find the apostle Paul is in a bad situation. He tried to get him. The people that were taking him to Rome, I believe it was, they were launching out into a storm area. Actually, it's was winter time when they should have been wintering somewhere. And he told them, he said, there's going to be much harm on this trip. And they didn't believe him. And he perceived that by the Spirit of God. Then the situation got worse. And they began to fast and began to throw things overboard. And the angel of the Lord appeared to Paul at night and told him, what to do, told him how to act. And if they'd all stay with the ship, there would be no lives lost. And he came forth and told them that. And they all obeyed him. They were already getting into the lifeboats and they were going to drown. But because they obeyed what the angel said, sent by God to warn the apostle Paul. Because you see, angels are ministering spirits. They will give you supernatural insight into something. God sends them at times to reveal certain things. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have the manifestation of an angel, but God will reveal things sometimes. I believe some of the things that we say that, well, I just had this hunch, you know, I think sometimes it's an angel revealing some things to us. And the Spirit of God reveals some things to us. They're very much involved under the New Covenant. Angels have authority to minister to us information needed and direction and safety and different things if we'll believe for it. But it's like anything else. We're going to have to believe for it and we're going to have to keep God's Word in our mouth. Well, you know the story. It all turned out well. I mean, they were shipwrecked, but thank God there's a lot of people got healed and they all got saved. Their lives were saved. We've already mentioned this, but let me just mention it in passing that an angel appeared to Mary and an angel appeared to Zacharias and an angel appeared to Joseph more than once, to tell him where to go to be in safety. And you see, these are things that happened under the Old Covenant, and I think sometimes we've been guilty of saying, well, wasn't it wonderful that all these things happened under the Old Covenant, the things that happened to Elijah and and different ones and the manifestation of angels there. But yet, you see, it's in the New Covenant, and somehow we've let these things slip from us. Yes, the angels are here to minister for those who are heirs of salvation you can have supernatural manifestation of angels here on this planet now under the new covenant these are bible incidents where it happened and i'm gonna shut it off right here and have my daughter annette to come and share with you about supernatural manifestations and put some balance into this thing I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This is the last day for book offer number 7510. It's called Triumph Over the Enemy. It was formerly titled Messenger of Satan. We've put a new title to it and a new cover on the book, but it is the same book. It's a 60-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. Now, in this book, we talk about the messenger of Satan. Notice Paul did not say that God gave him a messenger of Satan. And so many people say, Well, Brother caps, what in the world was Paul's thorn in the flesh? I've studied. I can't find out what Paul's thorn in the flesh was. And many years ago, I was in a Sunday school class in the church where I was going to teach, and they were talking about Paul's thorn in the flesh. And the pastor was teaching the class, and he said, Nobody knows what Paul's thorn in the flesh was. Well, I'd stood about as much of it as I could. I said, well, would it be all right if we just read it from the Bible? He said, oh, yeah, if you can find it in the Bible, that'd be fine. So I turned to 2 Corinthians twelve seven. It says, lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelation there was given me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Well, his wife just hollered out, well, there it is in the Bible. It is in the Bible. Well, it embarrassed him because he knew that was in there. But the problem is that most people believe that God gave Paul the thorn in the flesh. Well, why would God give Paul a revelation of the new birth and then send a messenger of Satan to hinder him from preaching it? When you talk about a thorn in the flesh, you're talking about a curse. You're not talking about a blessing. That's offer number 7510. It'll give you great insight into Paul's thorn in the flesh and many other things. That's book offer number 7510. It's called Triumph Over the Enemy, formerly titled Messenger of Satan. It's a 60-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. A total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps.